0: Hello and welcome to the Living and Loving Fully podcast. This is a space for conversation and inner reflection on everything in life. And all this from the Christian perspective. Alright, so we wanted to start with this idea of being intentional for two reasons. So firstly, it's because it's woven into the very idea of living and loving fully. If you want to visit a family member or friend, You actually have to take some steps, right, to get you from your home or wherever you are to get to that person's house. Whether you drive, you walk, you cycle, you get the train or you fly. And the same principle applies to living and loving fully. It is really a choice you make to have a certain life, whether to live fully or just take whatever comes to you. And choosing alone is not enough. Just as faith without works is dead. So you have to be intentional about it to act that out, to live that out, and see the experience of that choice you made. So that's the first reason why we're trying to focus on, again, the idea of being intentional about living and loving fully. And then secondly, it is that time of the year, right, when we are getting ready to wrap up one year, to start a new one, a time where we think about resolutions of different kinds. And the side note here is that (laughs) there are seasons of life. So for me, it's not just the new year, but birthdays, Significant event, obviously, I point to reflect, a time to reflect. So, we have our guest here with us. And let me tell you that you are really in for a treat because you are not getting just one guest, but three guests. <laughs> three very esteemed guests who have been a part of my journey to date. And they are pretty much my family. And they represent the scope of my whole life. A whole... 80 plus years put together. If I count how many years, you know, I've known them all together. So first there is Michael who has been my brother for 22 years and some change. Um, really part of my formative years, my inner circle. At that point, were mostly guys. <laughs> He's now married with two beautiful kids. He's a pharmacist and also a presiding elder of um, PIWC, the church that I pretty much grew up in. And then you have Miss Laura, who is also joining us um, today? I've known Laura for 21 years and counting. Wow, that's a long time. Um, we met as international students at Maholio um, College, very cold Massachusetts, all the way from hot Africa, <laughs> and our conversations really are deep and silly and always God-centered. And after all these years, we are still very connected on that level. So, Laura pretty much represents the stage of my life where I grew a close-knit, I guess, female circle of friends. She's a writer and a real creative. And I'm very sure you're going to hear from her again. We're going to have her on this again at some point down the line. And then last but not the least, the one I've known the longest on this um, episode today is my younger brother, Junior. So it's been amazing to see him grow on his own journey, not forgetting, obviously, the epic argument and sibling fights we've had, <laughs> which have now turned into a reflective and safe space for having open conversations, right? And really being in each other's corner on this journey. And ultimately, it goes without saying that they are all Christian. So let's get right into it and onto the subject of intentional living. So to you guys, welcome and thank you for joining us today. The first question which I'll really throw out there is what does living fully mean to you? So yeah, just feel free to jump in and then we'll take it from there.
1: Living fully to me is being intentional. So you are intentional in every area of your life, Um, in your relationships, friendships, collegial, professional, romantic, and like intentional in a way that that I think feeds everybody's soul and spirit Mm -hmm. and mind and well-being. Um, So you're not just doing things, but there's a good reason behind every. Every interaction, every action, every habit, every behaviour, and living with like goals and purpose. And it doesn't have to be this grand thing. It could be but you know, working out or drawing or eating healthy or mm. becoming more self aware. Um, all of those things for me speak to that yeah. idea of living living fully.
0: That's great. And that actually just touches on every aspect of life which is like amazing to hear you say obviously based on some of our conversations as well so yeah um michael anything to add to what laura has
2: said yes i i um just taking off from where laura ended yes basically for me that would mean understanding probably your uh, fundamental values what your values are your principles are and then you actively um, try to fashion your life according to those values. Being a Christian, it's I. It's what ranks in my mind is with the statement Jesus makes makes in John, for instance. He says that that I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, if I think that, then I would say that as Christians, then we are looking. To be, um, Jesus gives life. Mm. So then, if you have your values or you have your best effort for your whole life situated on him, then you you have the propensity or the ability to live life well. Mm. Otherwise, um, it will just be hitting a straw or, I mean, putting your head to certain things. And then um, as humans, I, I believe you are created in such a way that we are virtually insatiable. We cannot... I mean, if you if you put your mind to get something done, uh, you are happy one day. That can no longer excites you after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to achieve that particular goal, get there, and it's like you're always chasing after something, and then you you are not really fully satisfied. But then, if you have Christ as a basis, then He sort of fills that gap in there. Then the rest, now I mean, comes to you. To make sure that you fashion your life in such a way that mm. you have certain values, certain principles that you move uh, along with. And then you intentionally, mm. as Laura said, uh, you make an effort so that you are able to follow through with these ones. Only then you get satisfaction. Mm. And then you can see that you are living life to its fullest.
0: Wow. Wow. It's so interesting to hear you talk about the fact that we have capacity for anything and everything. Right. I hadn't actually dwelt on that a lot. The fact that if you choose to go right, you have the capacity, you have it in you to follow that. If you choose left, so it's really about picking something, right? And deciding to commit to that. That's quite powerful to hear you say. Anything to add to that, Junior?
3: Yeah. So um as Michael said, we have the capacity to do anything and everything. Mm. And um in this modern day in society, people are now, you know, getting to know that they actually do have the capacity to be able to live that way. So living fully, basically, I would say, is more like um, going against the grain of what used to be or what people thought living fully was. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, going against the grain of what society perceived as normal, Mm -hmm. which was not necessarily living fully all the time. And now being able to do things with more freedom and happiness
0: we can just stay on this topic this whole time (laughs) because even the idea of you know what you define as living fully as you know you guys have said we have the capacity to choose and do anything and over time society obviously has defined in codes what's successful or what living fully is like but what i'm hearing all of you echo is that you actually make a decision as to what living fully means for you you know, one of you mentioned principles. So you need to define what does, you know, I'll use success interchangeably, success or being fulfilled looks like. And then based on that, you are then taking steps from there. That's what I'm hearing basically. So that's really, really um, insightful at this point to hear. And another way that all of you echoed is intentional, right? Does being intentional matter? And what are practical examples of how you guys have been intentional? You know about living fully. When you think about living fully, what are some of the? Does it matter to be intentional about it? If I'm not intentional about it, are there any consequences?
3: Yeah, I, I would want to start on this one. Um, I think in life, one way or the other, we are intentional with everything we do. Every step we take is intentional. So I would say you have to be very deliberate in whatever you do because it's very essential with every movement you make in life. Mm. Without that, I think you will not be living fully in the first place. You won't be able to live fully. Hence why in the past people have not felt felt fulfilled in what they do, because they haven't intentionally grown up and gone like, right, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. So I would say, yes, uh, being intentional is very vital in you living fully. So just also coming... Um... Regards to what we, um, Phyllis mentioned earlier on, and I think um,
2: Daniel also uh, alluded to that fact that life basically is made up of choices. So, Mm. um, choices meaning that um, there are different paths, different routes that lead to different places. So, then that would bring home the fact that then obviously you would need to be intentional because then if you you make a particular choice, that is what is going to. So you take where you go, mm-hmm. you only take how you live your life. So then you would have to be intentional to be able to first um, identify these choices and mm-hmm. ask yourself where do I want to get to, which road do I want to take, um, and then what do I see happening on that road? And then if you ask these questions, it makes it easier for you to you know, uh, take down, reflect, it to have reflection and then some introspection to know that, okay, then I'll make this, this is what I want to do. One thing that jumps out to me is that, um, that's an example for my life, I'm going up um, as a child in big, busy school, I used to hang around with Something happened um, in in class, and um, I was having a conversation with someone, and then the, the the teacher got wind of it, and he made a statement and said, "I thought you were part of the SU, the SU clique, but I only saw you working together with them and all that." And it hit me um, that, that there's an impression he has. For it, I was always going to announce myself as a Christian wherever I went first, so that that would be a check on me. Mm-hmm. And that uh, this is through life, and it's really helping. So, any, anywhere I go, I announce myself as a Christian. People know me to be a Christian. So, then it makes it easier for me to live in a certain way, not to please people, mm-hmm. but I want to be known as police, I want to do the right thing. So it puts a check on my life. And that has sort of guided me. it speeds into you being intentional. If I'm not being intentional about this, uh, I probably may be going with a win depending on the kind of the, the place I find myself. And so it, it goes to speak to um, the fact that we need to make choices. Someone said that even the failure to even decide is a decision. Mm-hmm. So if you feel it's if you see you making a choice that you're going to stay where you are, you're, to, you're not going to move forward, or you're going to allow the choices of other people to influence you. Because in this era, you're going to have a lot of peer influences. Um, if you don't have a particular way, you are not set on the, the kind of road you want to put. Any I mean any road you find you take it's I can just take it mm-hmm. and that lead me somewhere. or you may just onto someone's path and then follow them along that line. So I believe choices are very integral. Um Able to live life and live it the way we want to live it, or as we say, live it fully. We need to first acknowledge that choices are integral, and then we should put ourselves in a place where we make the right kind of choices that will put us on the right path that will lead us to where we are basically We want to be so then we are able to have a hold on our lives and then direct the path through which we want to go. Yes,
0: so we we, we, ba- we have. Especially now, right, in this age and time, the options we have are so many, right? So, every day you wake up, you could literally choose something else every day. But deciding what that one thing will be in terms of how you want your life to be, how the company you want to keep, the path you want to go on career wise, you know, how you want to build your faith, or whether you want to be passive, all those decisions effectively determine how you live your life. And that goes into the whole living fully. So yeah, the whole idea of choice, really. You can choose whether, all right, I'll just wake up and you know just do whatever I can today and then tomorrow is another day. Or you could tell yourself, you know what? I want to live a full life, whatever that looks like. It's not about having, living in a mansion, although living in a mansion would be great. But like the talent in the Bible, if yours is just one, you've decided, I'm gonna do my best with the one I have, right? And this is how... I want it to play out for me. And so I'm going to take the steps and make the decisions that will keep me on that path. Because, yeah, it is. there's a lot of exciting things going on in the world, but we cannot do everything at the same time. We've got to choose a path that we want to go on. Um, so, yeah, thanks to you. Sorry, sorry just,
2: a step in, just a step in, you just said something that, you see, and, and it's, also, it's, it's also not like the choices are, are, are I mean, you are, um, the choices are there. And you are making them. Mm. In fact, in this social media era, um this technology, the choice are being thrown at you. So mm. you wake up in the morning and are so you could you wake up and now I mean, first there was no um, WhatsApp. You wake up in the morning and have like thousand messages on probably on WhatsApp. And if you're not if you if you, if you don't have what you, if you have not planned what you want to do for life that day, you could actually just sit on your on your bed and go through all the WhatsApp messages that will take you about four or five hours. And that is a society wow. handing over to you, pushing your hand to, I mean, to choose something because you've not really pre-planned what you wanted to do mm. for that day. Um,
1: so all of this with Daniel, Michael, we feel it's awesome. It's making me think of, I think maybe I said it already, but it's reiterating for me the importance of not just moving and not just doing, not just being, but like how we have to be extremely self-aware, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, every, in every area, like why am I drinking tea every morning? That's like you know, what kind of milk should I be drinking? Oat milk, regular milk. Yeah. Um, you know, to be the the importance and the power of that verse in Romans twelve two. Mm. So the uniform one that I had in my head was the longest time do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. But like two weeks ago, I I read the New Living Translation version, which is don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Mm -hmm. And that part of the line just threw me because it's like, change the way you think. If you can Mm -hmm. like have a new way of thinking about everything, everyone it really helps you to be intentional and make the 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 good choices right so there's all like you know like michael said there's all kinds of choices mm-hmm. right we are thrown it's like thrown at us every day um but when when you're when your thinking is continually being refined and um continually being sort of Fine-tuned, then when these choices that are thrown at us every day um, come, you you learn to figure out, yeah, let me make this choice. No, not this one today. Yes, this one. You know, um, it's that's 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 what is coming to mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think just just to add to that, um,
3: being inten- intentional has it has to turn into a habit. Because in this day and age that we're in, if you're not in, even if you're intentional today, it could go out of the window tomorrow. You have to make it a habit. Have, it has to be a conscious effort. Day in, day out, until it becomes a habit. And then therefore, you don't even have to think of it when you're doing it, because it's natural for you. Every time you wake up, someone may ask you, why are you always thinking? Like It's almost like you've got everything right. It's not because you've got everything right. It's because you've just been intentional for so long that you are just on autopilot. So... Yeah, so I think you've got to be extremely intentional, not just for a day or two, and then just think, oh, yeah, everything will just fall in place. Because societal pressures are there, and they continue to just mount up day in, day out, constantly. Things are changing, etc. So I think being intentional just doesn't stop on just one day. It's got to be a habit, Mm -hmm. habitual thing.
0: And when Laura was speaking, and the point you've added there, Junior, actually... Brings it together. I was thinking about a sports analogy, right? The fact that you wake up and you decide, for example, if you are playing, you've chosen basketball, you go and practice on the basketball court versus you practice football today, tomorrow you go to volleyball, and then when there's a match, you show up at the basketball court, right? If you want to be better and get into that routine, then you almost like have a training plan where even if you have body pains, you still wake up and say, I've committed to this, I'm on the basketball team. I need to commit to basketball training, right? So it goes back to what we said right from the beginning, which is, is a choice. So there's all these sports You've chosen to go with basketball. What does it take to build up your skill as a basketball player? When you start going to the gym after a very long time, like a lot of us, you know, lockdown, we didn't do very much. You go to the gym and then you have body pains. So it's not easy, but as you keep doing that, I think the point Junior was making before is that it becomes a habit. So it's automatic when you wake up, training comes first. And it's a bit like that with our lives. It's I think sometimes it's sad that we put in the effort into all these things, but we don't think about our life holistically in that way to say, I actually need to choose how I want to live my life. I want to choose where I want to get with my life. I want to choose what I get out of my life and make decisions intentionally towards that. We just get up and say, yeah, this, and we do it, right? Whereas we give attention to, you know, let's say sport or career in a very focused way but we don't think about our lives holistically necessarily all the time anyway um in that sense so now to some very practical stuff because we talked about being intentional right and we talked about obviously having those goals if i want to play basketball what is the training plan i need to have um what does that process of planning and goal setting look like for you right so if you look at your own life or in your own life up to this point i've known all of you two decades and over so um what does that process like goal planning like we're starting a new year or you're starting a new season in your life what does planning and goal setting look like for you in specific areas do you have a process you follow
3: um so with planning uh, i'll with me the way i look at planning or recently the way i've been looking at planning is sitting down and analyzing what i really want to do or what is what goal I want to set for myself. So me finding out that goal that, oh, I want to achieve this in the next, I don't know, six months or by the end of the year, this is what I want to do. I need to analyse, look at all the steps that I need to take. Analyzing those steps will take a lot of thinking. But then as soon as I get all that together, that's me setting it in. I'm not going to go or deviate from it. I'm not going to deviate from the goal. It might change slightly as we go along or things might, you know, there's going to be, you know, um, stumbling blocks on my way. But the goal will always be there. The reason why I look at it that way is because I feel like if I've taken enough time to sit down and analyse that this is the best way to go and this is the best goal for me, I don't see why I should deviate from it completely or I should, you know, stop halfway and go like, oh, I don't think I'll be able to do this anymore. So that's the drive that I keep that keeps pushing me as I go along. So I could get to a point where, let's say, maybe, for example, maybe it's to do with exams or it's to do with, like, finishing a course or whatever. And let's say maybe I fail on the way. That will not stop me from still going again because I know that I've tried and tested it or analysed it to see that if I keep going, I will definitely get to my goal. Mm. And that's how I look at it. From planning to setting a goal, I make sure I analyze it. Make sure it's right for me. But as soon as I make that decision that this is right for me, this is what I want, nothing anyone else will say will change my <laughs> mind or break, you know, my focus from that thing. And I'm gonna push and push and push and push and push until I get what mm-hmm. I want or what, what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my perspective. So that so.
0: initial process, it sounds like investing that time up front um, is what I take from what you said. Michael, you wanted to say something?
2: Yes. Okay, so um, this is a difficult one for me, because previously uh, I used to always get in this habit of New Year resolutions. Uh, I jot down some 10 points, 15 points what I want to do in the, the, the New Year. Uh, by the media, I revise it down to 5 and <laughs> Nothing ever get that. So uh, what I what I picked from that growing up it, I was that uh, it was more like a, a checklist. So then, if you have a, if, if you have it's like a checklist, then it's like a, you you just want to do it and take it off. But then you are not really as we said intentional about it. Bible says in Proverbs twenty one thirty one that horses and chariots prepare, horses and chariots prepare for battle. But victory comes from the Lord. Um, many many people now interpret that to um, take the the, the the second part of the verse, and oh victory comes from the Lord. So God give us victory. But what that verse actually tells us is that horses and chariots would have to prepare. Mm-hmm. But what that verse actually tells us is that you need to prepare. So preparation becomes the base is is the is the basis. I mean the the basic. Requirements. So even God will look out for those who are prepared before He grants His favor. So you need to prepare. I remember some trying some years back, a friend I know, Godfeli, told me that um, you pray like everything depends on God, and then you work like everything depends on you. And I found that very profound. I mean, I used it. Uh, it's, it's it's I found it profound because what it meant was that I, I will not just pray and go and hold my my hand, uh, thinking that God will magically come from somewhere, and, and I mean, success is granted. But then I also putting uh, my effort, putting all the hard work, uh, try to plan, do things, be intentional about things. But just put it back on mind that it's God that will water for everything to go. over. So I believe that it's very, 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 very important that plan. I, um, um, I always take my time
3: to. So I mean, I always start from the point of, I mean, so
2: where am I heading towards in life? But sometimes you can be chasing after them, um, I mean, going after, um, maybe you want to pursue a degree, um, get get hold of a particular job. And these are things that you wouldn't need to plan on. But holistically, where do you want to get to? That is always a bigger question. So where am I reached? You? I mean, what are the high levels? What are the things that gives me moment? So who are the people around me? How are they influencing my life? Is it for the positive? Is it for the negative? Are they and 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 then what are the things that really gives me fulfillment? What are the things that I do that I, I really feel fulfillment? Some of these things are not really they don't usually don't come with uh, achievements. They mm. yeah, are more about. Impact we are able to have in the lives of people. Mm. I mean, these these things that um, things that we are able to um, uh, um, uh, people around us, our, our family, and these things are very very important because when you, you have these things right, it's like you have set, you are focused. Mm. Then now you can move into the 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 day to day. life in the ensuing year. Um, where have you got to I mean where you first have to just what happened, what happened you have done the previous years and then you can take your time, pick out some of the things that um you want to shorten maybe go to and then do planning. As Junior said, it's very, very, very important that you plan. But if you don't plan, then there's no there's no skeleton.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So there is I, there's nothing to you, you basically don't know where you're going mm-hmm. but then you, you I would, I would say you still, Julia, like, you still probably have to date sometimes for, <laughs> <laughs> so you know what, you know like, <laughs> like, you still have to be for, for certain things that may come uh, your way unexpected. And mm. um, uh, for example, what we sometimes, people sometimes call failure, um, uh, it's, 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 it's sometimes it's God teaching you, showing you mm. another way to do it or giving you a lesson that will help you get to where you're going to. So it's, maybe you may hit rocks, uh, but you, you need to be prepared to receive the shocks and then instead of again re-saturdayed, like the soldiers do, um, go to the battlefield and things are not going well, uh, you need to be able to get your point to it. So, okay, then let me just retreat. I didn't get something right. Mm. Let me go back. Let's re-strategize and then come mm-hmm. from, come back um, more formidable to be able to
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, win the victory. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. So, that's amazing. Yeah, just, just, I think.
2: Let's jump into that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. The situation about having room for you know failure and all those things. I think in your planning phase, when you're planning, take into
3: consideration all of those things, and that's what a lot of people don't do. A lot of people sit down, plan, and then they plan a rosy road. A road. That is not what life is about. Life is about failures, yeah. you know, and therefore you have to accommodate all those things in there. If you fail, if you don't plan and you 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 hit failure or you 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 fail along the way, like that can literally like break you down. That can literally like derail you. So you need to be able to expect that kind of failure. I don't know if we watched one of these Spanish Netflix movies. I forgot what it's called, but. Basically you know, there was this guy on there who you know he was the mastermind of the whole operation where he planned for every, every possibility. I know obviously as humans you can't necessarily plan for everything that you know could possibly happen, but you you know you go into deep analysis to accommodate all these little failures. So therefore when it comes through, that will still derail you. You still have for maybe a plan B along the way, not necessarily to take your goal away completely, but just a plan B. To maneuver around that failure, to just continue your, you know, chasing your goal. So that's what I mean by, you
0: know, like nothing is gonna stop me or you <laughs>
3: know, I
0: mean, yeah, I I I know where part of that stubborn vision is coming from, but yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, this definitely calls for you know a second episode where these guys talk about um failure. So we're gonna make that happen for sure. But I guess just linking back what both Michael and Junior said. So, you definitely need to invest the time to think, right? Most of the time, we just get up, you know, New Year's resolution, tick, 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 write a long list. And then, one of the other things Michael said, which I'll link back to what Junior said, is it's not just about careers or just about getting fit, health, it's everything. Who are you engaging with? Who are the people you are interacting with? And I think. That's one of the key things, right? Even starting this whole podcast, the idea of holistic living. We tend to be very, you know, career. I want to get to the pinnacle of my career, which is great. But if you do all of that at the expense of your relationships, at the expense of your mental health, at the expense of self-esteem, at the expense of, you know. So what both of them have said is absolutely on point. We need to invest that time to think and to plan and it shouldn't just be one dimensional, it should be across all areas of our life. So if you are planning, you know, going into 2022, or whatever stage of your life you're in, make it a holistic exercise, right? A holistic endeavor, and not just, oh, yeah, I want to get this promotion, and that's all your life is about, and you forget your friends and your family and the things that bring you joy, right? It should be holistic, really. Um, anything Ben in addition? Laura, Yeah
1: yeah um so many good points but I think uh, I want to say like you and you touched on it all of you have touched on different things I was scribbling notes on the side um but like God cares about us holistically like it's not like for the longest time I in, in my head it was just like oh it's me and church church stuff that's it and then every other area of my life is separate but like he cares about my non Christian friends and he like he cares about how I do those interactions. Um and with the goals thing I was thinking about specifically for me these days I think about um like there's good there's good things and there's like God things, right? And so sometimes the God things may not seem like a good idea to the rest of the world, but like to you that's the path that you're supposed to take. So like we can set all the goals, right? But like these days I try to think about, okay, this is the list. This is, these are some things I want to do. God, where are you in this, right? So like wherever, whichever one in that list is like a God goal is what, you know, I I will work towards. Um, And, you know, it involves sacrificing time, waking up early, (laughs) not sleeping in, not going out uh, if certain friends want to hang out, depending on what what it is that you're working on. Um, And I think Junior also touched on it, Daniel touched on it, like um, you start thinking about, I start thinking about, okay, what do I need to think about with regards to making it to this goal? But also, um, and this is something I saw speaking of social media, the one good thing that you can sometimes get out of it. And somebody posted about how she prays about when she's entering a new chapter in her life or when she's transitioning, she she prays about who her helpers are, mm-hmm. for, 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 for God to reveal those helpers. So I've been thinking about that as well. So like, if you're making a goal, I'm making a goal. It's like, okay, so who are my helpers, right? And um, help me see them and help me accept them when they come because sometimes people come to us to help and if we're clouded and if our thinking is not refined in that season, um, we might reject certain helpers or allies or people we should be aligned with to achieve a certain
0: goal. Um, That's my t- Yeah, um, You guys, you just absolutely hit me left, right, centre. Yeah, um, Yeah, that's really incredible because it actually leads to the other thing I wanted to ask you guys, which is, you know, this whole goal setting, planning, everybody does it, right? It's not an exclusively Christian thing. Everybody does it, whether you're a Christian or not. So what's that extra, what was that extra Christian element to it? And I think Laura has just started, you know, to touch on that a bit, which is you planning, everybody plans. You don't like, you know, God didn't give only Christians wisdom to plan, (laughs) You know, you know, you can plan, you can set goals and stuff. But as a Christian, going back to the idea of choice and the idea of principle that Michael talked about in the beginning, what makes it Christian? What's what's the difference for you as a Christian when you are planning versus just normal? I'm setting goals. I'm planning right. I think Laura has touched on the whole goal thing and good thing. Um, Any other thoughts on that? Um, I'm quite curious to hear how you guys see that whole process. So I've planned, but actually where is that God factor intertwined or layered on top of it? Yeah, so um, with what um, Laura just said, I, I
2: like the statement she made, the God thing and the good thing. So with the God thing, you, you are sure you never go wrong with it. Um, but that Sometimes the God, the, God, the God things may not look um, refined in the human eye or refined good in the natural eye. So, for so as Christians, um, basically we are God. We are we are God's creation, and then He's put us here in this life for a purpose. So, if you're a child of God, then He has got you, and this is the make of the whole universe. So, it's it's, it's, it's part of God's plan that we influence our society and our generation. It's part of God's plan that we send His news across to to all parts of the world, then we influence our sphere of influence, um, of uh, our sphere of um, those who are around us, we are able to influence them. So then that is the, what sets us apart from the other people. So it means that already you have a head start, but then God is interested in making sure that you become the receptacle of the blessing so that you can bless others. he's interested in making sure that you, you get to topmost positions wherever i mean wherever i you find yourself he he wants you to get there mm. not just for yourself but for others as well and also for, him, for 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 his for his agenda as well so then put ourselves in those positions that mm. you will know, make it easier for the favor of god to locate us mm. because then where you go with every other person when you get there um your hard work, whatever you know will take you to go make sure that it takes you through so, his own agenda. So I think that's what uh, in a way sets us apart from um the normal because then we have a higher calling. So then um, we, we set our goals, we set um, everything with having in mind that there's a higher calling on us and then God also is interested in us for us to do well not for our own just for our own sake but for others as well. And so when we get to these places, mm. put ourselves in these places, then in, in which it makes it easier yeah,
0: for us to shoot us, very far, so that we can affect life of millions. Mm. Mm. So it's almost like we have some kind of top-up resource. So you do all the planning like everybody else, but you have this extra resource you can draw on. You know, in terms of favor, in terms of your spirituality, in terms of inner strength. At least when I think about my faith, it's not just, oh, I believe this and throwing it in everybody's face. But within me, I have an anchor of sorts, right, that I can lean on that may not be visible. So, yeah, I do all the planning like everybody else. But then I have that extra anchor, extra strength, extra grace. And because I believe God is the God of the universe, I know he has control over everything. Even if it's challenging, he's able to give me that extra, right, that I can tap into because I belong to him Um, to be able to go that much further, right? That I may not have been able to go or may not have had the confidence to do if I didn't have this anchor to lean on. Um, okay, okay. That's, wow. You guys are incredible on this.
3: This just crossed my mind now. Um, so we as Christians, a lot of the time, we, we put our faith in God so much and we forget to put the same faith the same amount of faith you're putting in God, we forget to put our same faith in, our, in ourselves. So mm-hmm. God says he has created us in his own image and likeness. That same faith that we are putting in God and believing that God is going to do for us should be the same faith that we need to put in ourselves mm-hmm. when we are setting our goals and our plans and our mm-hmm. dec- making our decisions. And if you're able to do that, because the faith that we usually put in God is so great and so strong, that he is able to pull sometimes if you know the, the devil is saying no this is not for you it's able to pull that grace it's able to pull that blessing mm. towards you and it's the same kind of faith the same kind of faith that we need to you know apply to, to ourselves because mm. if you're if you're having faith in God like that and God made us in his own image and likeness we should be able to you know use that, that same faith and apply it to ourselves in order to achieve what we need to do but so this is what I, I I'm gonna look at as by like, being able to replicate same kind of faith that you put in God in yourself and what you're trying to do, and that will marry up or probably equal each other out and help you, you know, go through.
0: I'll say what you just said in another way. So the godly service, like we see him as, is over there, but he's actually in us, <laughs> right? So. He's like this God. And when you listen to the first episode where I was setting the scene for this whole podcast, I talk about the 14% reality where within the walls of the church, if you go to church and you spend one day out of the seven days in church, that's like 14% if you do the math. So 14% reality. And when we are there, we are so on fire. We have faith. And then you leave that place and you either get to school, you get to your workplace, you get to the community and suddenly you are this timid person. Forgetting that the God you were praying and shouting to in the building has come out with you and it's in you, right? And that's quite a powerful thing to have in mind, knowing that the God you say you serve, who is so great, is with you wherever you go. So it's not so much having faith in your own ability, but having faith in the God who lives in you and is with you wherever you go. So that's how I kind of, I guess, saying the same thing you said in another way, Um, Miss Laura.
1: No, I, I just I think that what many of it is extremely profound. I tend to forget that. And yes. So thank you
0: for saying that. I, I just it was good. So I think we can go on forever, but we want to kind of, you know, last session on this before we kind of wrap up here. So we've talked a lot about being intentional, we've talked a lot about planning, we talked about the fact that you do it, but was that extra oomph you add to it? from a Christian perspective. So do you have one do and one don't when you go through this whole intentionality planning process? I'm thinking particularly, again, the year is going to end soon. People will start thinking ahead. They will start planning. When you are going through that process, what's your one do and your one don't, right? Do's and don't. Your number one, I definitely have to do this in my process of planning or being intentional. And this is one thing that I'm, I should be mindful of, right? And try to avoid in that process. So, you one do and one don't
1: um I think one I don't know which which category it goes in, but like be ready to wrestle, be ready to to fight for it with that come, yeah, determination and be ready to fight for it to contend because mm. it might be a a good goal or god goal, it might be exactly what you need to do, but um just because it gets difficult doesn't mean that you should give up. So be ready mm. to contend
0: and to fight for it. Mm. Wow. Well, the fact that it's a good thing doesn't mean it's not gonna be hard. Uh, Michael, what's your one do and one don't you know,
2: Yeah, I, I think what I try not to do is I try not to pop uh you're not careful. This this is more like not to so looking at what others uh, are like doing. Okay, this is what supposed to I always try to Make it more reflective and then assess it based on mind journey, my text, and where I believe God is leading So I try not to copy so that probably may mean for a don't, right? Yeah, don't, yeah.
0: Uh, don't copy.
2: <laughs> and I, 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 I try to get God in there. Uh, I always try to pray with regards to what uh, I'm setting out to do, because I have experiences where. Have prayed about things, and then God, uh, He may not have spoken to me audibly, but then I had an inner peace in me. Let me do this. And then, uh, somewhere along the line, an opportunity presents itself. That was almost like like I think God, through me, knew that this opportunity will come and he me prepare to Mm. do it. So, that confirms to me that. Uh, when I invite him, he's surprised of me too. So, definitely bringing God into the picture, praying about it, and making sure that I have enough peace for, with regards to what I want to do. Mm.
0: Anything to add there on your do's and don'ts, Junior?
3: Yeah. So, for me, it's for the do's, making sure you're fully committed, fully committed to what you want to do. Because a lot of the time we get distracted. I mean, sometimes you're setting a goal. Maybe you're setting it not because you really want to do it. It's because maybe other people are doing it, which links links into what Michael said about don't look at other people. Because when you're looking at other people and what they're doing and you use their goals as your goals, you're not fully committed. You're not doing it for you. You're not doing it because you think it's good for you. You're just doing it because you think, oh, Someone else is doing it, and it looks good from from the back, so therefore you also want to do it. So, yeah, do's is make sure you are fully committed and be intentional.
0: Mm-hmm. And then my don't is don't compare your
3: progress and your situation to someone else. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yes, it, it is, it is it's quite easy to compare what you're doing to other people or, you know, have someone's progress or someone who has done something similar to you or maybe they did it in a quicker time. Use that to say, oh, if you're not doing it at the rates at which they did this, then it means, you know, you're not not doing well. But everyone has got their own race that they're running. So, therefore, try not to look at what other people are doing or compare yourself
0: to what people's races are and constantly fully focus on what you're doing. It's been a real, real blessing. Um, A lot of good nuggets have been dropped here. Living wholly, living fully is not just one aspect of your life. It's holistically. So even as we, you know, look ahead into the new year, whatever season you are in, planning, being intentional about living fully, do it holistically. Look at all aspects of your life. And then there was a quote, um, a named quote. I think it was Michael who said it, that failure to decide is a decision. Okay? So if you don't plan, if you are not intentional, it means you've chosen the opposite. Consciously right? So being intentional, living a full life, you need to decide I want to do it and then put in the effort, invest the time, right, to think about it and then add that prayer element because that's, again, that extra resource and access that we have as Christians. Everybody does it, everybody can plan, which is a great thing to do, but the additional resource you have as a result of you being a Christian, is that you have access to God and you can call on him and he can give you that inner direction. And please don't be a copycat. (laughs) God has a unique plan for your life. (laughs) But we know we are all each a piece of God's creation and he has a unique purpose for us. So yeah, I've been really blessed. I mean, just going back to the analogy that we started with, right? You don't leave where you are today and walk or drive or get on any bus or train without checking where it's going. And yet expect to be in a particular place. Simple as that. So if you want a full life, make the decision, figure out what steps you need to take to get there, and then obviously add in God's grace and choose a means that will get you there as well. Let's invest that time to do that. So yeah, thank you to our very, very generous guests, my friends, my family here, um, for your time for sharing their experiences and their thoughts with us today and yes you're definitely going to hear um from them in the next episode because failure came up a lot so we will be talking about that next um god bless and speak to you soon hope you've been blessed by our conversation today and also encouraged to create space for reflection on the subject for yourself and also for your tribe whatever that looks like remember you're made to live and laugh fully And you cannot do that without facing the realities of life.